the whole point of the uh, presentation is the notion of divine is sort of critical in the entire perspective of uh, ritual right so i'll just share it again so a lot of this uh, like what the discussion that has already preceded here so a very specific uh, response on uh, why the word ritual is actually misleading so a brief background so a lot of this work is again uh, inspired by bivs so which is again based out of bangalore well this is the sort of structure of the talk i wanted to sort of present so i put the presentation link to shridhar chari ji you probably shared with the participants i just skip through most of the content here to come to the core crux of the argument so the ritual word itself is misleading like nagraj ji already mentioned the study of ritual mimamsa actually can be seen as a case study of an indian knowledge system interpreted in english and they sort of uh, have used in fact a twisted mimamsa to be the actual as the source of all evil in indian society today and how that happens etc there is sort of a playbook going on in the whole indology sphere of the last two centuries so i'll probably briefly touch upon that the whole nature of divinity in mimamsa which is not there in many of the argument tradition I and mean, how does this whole sheshwara mimamsa perspective from the sri vaishnava tradition actually bring sort of difference to the entire arguments this sort of i want to sort of stress upon right so now ritual actually the key thing is to understand is ritual is a very different cosmological basis so all the arguments that why it is different etc simply because the ritual today cannot be compared with any normalic system is one of the reason i sort of also take uh, probably not very happy with uh, would not be happy with the ritual studies is simply because the ritual in the indian sense is based is true simply because we see the world as a living entity any all the systems do not see the cosmos as living the way we see it okay so ritual is to see as a conscious engagement with the jagat so it's got basis in all the art art you know traditional systems also and the key thing is ritual like already previously mentioned it passes dharma right the whole harmony of the system is recreated by dharma so any arguments for and against ritual so need to have this basis right so do you have the wave particle basis of modern science versus the purusha conscious prakriti right from which rita and dharma and then karma ritual emanate so that is the entire basis for having arguments for and against ritual and this whole notion of validation so the vedic tradition says first person empirical only modern science does not allow it so even analyzing it using modern science methods is sort of a, a, a sort of waste of time in, in a different sense the next thing is proof of data collected over generations history of lifestyles experiences achieved lives lived dharma provoked lived experienced as basis of collective memory of a civilization cannot be washed away or rather wished away right so this notion of karma and rebirth is critical so if you're not acknowledging this there is actually no basis for most of the ritual other than general well being okay so next thing is so let's say we want to say as we skip through the intersection sort of already discussed very well by nagraj ji so the whole notion of vedic hermeneutics right so mimamsa actually literally means dharma jigyasa and and sort of allows us to do what is called as dharma jigyasa right so how do we understand excavate interpret or 
even provoke dharma to happen so dharma again like like i said this previously something emanates from the natural harmony of the universe so unless you sort of internalize the fact that the universe is a living entity which has its own harmony from which dharma comes none of these indians way of doing karma rituals even makes sense and even to do a comparative study will not make sense unless there's an alignment to the basic cosmology so science does not have a cosmology nor do any other non vedic system have a cosmology of a living world or living jagat so very very different right so i'll sort of skip through all of this so a lot of indologists have done a lot of mischief yes so we can't help it it's been happening so the key thing is so meemam has been interpreted and weaponized Right, history of Indology, West William James onwards, the history of misinterpretation, generations of British, Dutch, French, German, Russian, Indo, right, Max Muller, and then take a new level after that. See, so they sort of read whatever they wanted to read into it. Meemamsa's position is the primary cause of all ills. So the playbook goes something like so. Even to, even day before yesterday, for example, he has Brahminical media hashtag trending on Twitter, for example. Right, even today, power is a discourse that varna equal to caste, caste is oppression. Caste is bad, so the Brahmin is bad, right? So the Mimamsa is bad, so all samskara is bad, so karma dharma is bad, right? Which is what uh, Charlie was saying in the morning. So therefore, the SBNR is sort of forced by the narrative above him that precedes him, right? So SBNR is given escape space that leads to what is called as anything goes Hinduism. Anything and everything is Hinduism today, right? Anybody can say whatever they want to do and call it Hinduism. So this sort of how the whole nature of imams and the nature of uh, ritual has been sort of weaponized over the last couple of centuries. Right. So key thing to understand is not only about karma ritual, right? So like like Nagaraji said, it's all authority. Again, a lot of basic stuff of Vedic hermeneutics. So key thing is what relevance to current times, right? So word analysis is one. So another thing is conflict resolution techniques is useful in settling legal disputes, property matters, inheritance, marriage. Even example of praising something is provoking action, right? Similar to that, there are about thousand such maxims in in Mimamsa codified for modern use or can be used in modern times, for example. Right? So I don't want to go into history of Mimamsa, how it evolved, etc., etc. Just to give an idea of what it was. The evolution of Mimamsa, it wasn't even called Mimamsa initially, right? So investigation of inquiry, then how did this sort of, this sort of uh, historical analysis of what Mimamsa actually meant, right? So the Bhashya period, post-Bhashya period, what really happened, all of that. Right? So now I come to, so what, given all of that, so what is Mimamsa, like I discussed previously, it's Vodic Hominotics, but key thing is this whole notion of knowing oneself, and knowing the desire for knowledge, right? So unless there is a systematic analysis of knowledge, knowledge cannot be gained, right? So what Nagaraj already said in the morning about the whole Karmakanda, Paramakanda stuff. The key thing is now, is that the only view that the tradition has, right? So now that is something we'll sort of examine in the remaining time. So Mimamsa accepts the eternity of the Vedas, and the binding nature of the doctrines and commands in the, contained in them. So, Uram Imamsa, for example, starts off with Athato Dharma Jigyasa, which says, so now we start to begin inquiry into what actually Dharma is, whereas the Uttar Mimamsa, so-called, is supposed to, is 
or rather starts with atha brahma jignasa now what's the difference between these two are they different should they be kept different or are they the same right sudarshan ji uh, sudarshan ji gentle interruption again i think we'll have to speed up uh, again because yeah, of yeah, finishing up sort of uh, it'll be interesting to hear your basic thrust of your argument and your conclusion so that we can uh, right so the key thing is so divided into this purva and uttara mimamsa is it really again like i said is it really two different texts or two different traditions right so one of the traditions of ramanujacharya says no like they are not the two different things they are actually the same right so he gives the example of uh, rahu and all that so again a lot of this is standard uh, polemic so how do you see them to the ek shastra right so the key thing is again the traditional argument says mimamsa do not acknowledge existence of something specifically divine a lot of this again discussed that why rituals is bad and why sort of reactions happen in society right so role of samskara and karma gets affected because of this and sort of dashanas are not understood in unity so allows for many deep western interpretations to take root right so examples are seen earlier so what exactly is this mimamsa with god and mimamsa without god right the sheshwara nidishwara mimamsa right this is a let's say a uh, 13th century text for vedanta desika this is called sheshwara mimamsa this argument is a 700 year old argument so it rejects nidishwara vada and says now how do you sort of uh, formalize the misunderstanding caused in the caused by the advaitic understanding of the pura that the pura mimamsa is different from the uttara mimamsa right so I, i sort of given details of the exact arguments per se the key takeaway should be they are to be seen as one text so gemini and badarayana both are disciples of the same guru vyasa so the complete picture so the key thing is there something called devata kanda in between which sort of nobody stresses okay, which is the link between the karma and the brahma kanda right so the so the whole chapters of 12 4 and 4 all three are to be seen together as one text right the good thing is luckily there are no english translations yet so as yet the argumentation of sheshwara mimamsa is uncorrupted bendology Right, so you have a few scholars like Eliza Freshy and Francis Tony who are sort of trying to make initial attempts to even sort of corrupt this uh, unity and understanding. Right, how it goes, sort of in detail in the text. So key takeaway for me should be this whole karma leading you towards the Brahman will not happen, will not happen, will not happen unless there is divinity in between. The Devata is one which will give you phala. So this is the perspective of Sheshwar Mimamsa. you cannot go from karma to brahman without a divinity being in between right so brahman is not reachable without karma but even unless the divinity is acknowledged it is not reachable this is the basis of all karma and agama in fact so lot of the arguments of vishta veda comes from the from the pancharatra agamas also so they are very strong agama basis also for creating this vedantic drishti right so lot of other content on this whole mimamsa story the structure of the text i'm not going to all of that that's that sort of the key thing so take away for all participants should be without the submission in the divine right so all indology sanskrit studies mimamsa relevant and subject to biblical and philological reasoning but right just so it works william jones work etc etc sanskrit study of text for text purposes like what even the anthropological studies are relevant because it is superficial the actual causal mechanics is in the jiva and in the mahabhuta so that is what actually the action happens of ritual unless you have instrumentation to study it 
again, a lot of the antiviral studies are actually will cause more harm than good. There's a Thank reason you, why. Uh, Sudarshan ji, I think we'll have to sort of. Uh, that's, that's a good it. point on that, which we are done. Yeah. I'm okay. Done. Wonderful. Thank you so much for emphasizing uh, what we sort of touched upon in the beginning: the Bhautika, the Devika, the Yagnika. All these uh, perspectives are deeply integral in Vedic culture.